Hey, all right, all right, all right, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the most must-see and must-listen-to pro wrestling podcast in the history of the world. This is Ringside Chaos, the professional wrestling discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast and Paint Train Pipe Bomb Productions. As usual, you all know who I am, so there's no need for me to introduce myself. But ladies and gentlemen, I am so absolutely happy, obviously, because... My boy, my man, Eddie Kingston is a champion. And honestly, it's about damn time too. About damn time. As of late, honestly, the praise for the guy has just been so high, like through the freaking roof. Eddie Kingston gets praised massively enough. Honestly, sometimes I feel like his skills... As great as Eddie Kingston is as a wrestler, and as great and unique as he is on the mic, I swear to you, in the last couple of years, I've only seen the man get better and better and better. And my god, I love it because I have been heavily rooting for Eddie Kingston ever since I learned so much about the guy. It is with absolute guilt, but I'm only going to be honest with you. This is something that I truly regret. Because Eddie Kingston and I have a lot in common. We will get into that. But prior to 2020, when Eddie Kingston officially signed with AEW, prior to that, I had no idea who the guy was. And that makes me so guilty. Because I took so much time. And I do mean so much time in, in watching everything he did prior to that. From the short-lived stints at Ring of Honor, Impact Wrestling, Combat Zone Wrestling, The Independence, The National Wrestling Alliance... Evolve, Pro Wrestling Guerrilla, Ring of Honor, my god, so many things over 18 years. 18 years on the independent scene before Eddie Kingston finally got his big break and he was signed to AEW on a full-time basis. And now, the fact that he's also part, you know, he, he appears all, obviously is being signed to AEW, obviously he makes part, he's part of Ring of Honor, he's also part of New Japan. I'm telling you, like I said, things have just gotten better and better for the guy. And now that he's the current strong openweight champion for New Japan Pro Wrestling, my god. You know, and a lot of wrestling fans have basically said, Alex, it's amazing that New Japan had basically the faith in putting a belt on Eddie before AEW and or Ring of Honor was able to. Now that's definitely true. Now keep in mind, Eddie Kingston has challenged for the AEW World title. He's challenged for the TNT title. So he's been in the picture. But do I believe that it's about time that he has a belt put on him? Well, you're damn right. I believe this is probably the first time since I believe 2019 that he's put a belt on him. Now, make no mistake. Honestly, one way or the other, Tony Khan is going to have no choice. And I do mean absolutely no choice. But to, but to put the TNT title on Eddie Kingston. And my god, dare I say, Eddie Kingston's going to need to be put into basically the, the AEW world title picture. But it's obviously, it's got to be built. Now recently, there was a source that indicated that Bully Ray says that, in his honest opinion, that Eddie Kingston does not need to have a belt put on him to stay relevant. Now, Eddie Kingston, as long as obviously he's booked properly, then that's definitely the case. But to be honest with you, I honestly do believe that a TNT title run is honestly, could be good, again, as long as it's booked properly. And as far as the AEW world title goes, 
I've said this on the show before that I believe CM Punk will be the guy that dethrones Maxwell Jacob Friedman. I just feel like that's the way it has to be done. And if, when CM Punk is once again world champion and provided he stays healthy, I honestly believe Eddie Kingston feuding with CM Punk over the AEW world title can be absolutely world class. Again, provided it is booked properly. So you ask yourself, who's the face and who is the heel in that particular scenario? Honestly, I think if Eddie Kingston's the babyface in a feud against CM Punk, I think that would be an absolute masterfully done. Again, as long as it's properly booked. Now, I think if CM Punk's the face, I'm sure it could be basically be good, but I honestly believe if CM Punk is heel and Eddie Kingston is the babyface, it's definitely the way to go. Because Bully Ray, I believe, he said on Busted Radio, according to the source I read, Eddie Kingston needs to be basically in feuds where the, it's the heel who, of course, who's breathing down his neck. I believe that is what I saw. I could be wrong, and if I am wrong, I do apologize. But this is based on what I said. But I did see that Bully Ray says that he believes that Eddie Kingston doesn't need a title to be put on him. But again, you know, that's just somebody else's opinion. But I honestly believe that one way or the other, Tony Khan is going to have to probably ha he's probably going to have no choice. We'll have to get. Well, we'll have to wait and wait. We'll have to wait and see how things go. I mean, again, it, it needs to be built. Don't rush the process. So, basically, let's see how things go uh, moving forward. Now, speaking of my boy Eddie Kingston, you know, recently, obviously, he did make his return at the uh, New Japan AEW Forbidden Door 2023. You know, he had been out for a little bit because of a, he had hernia surgery, and he had last uh, unsuccessfully challenged Claudio for the Ring of Honor World Championship. And I think, you know, when he made his return, when he teamed up with the Elite, I think, honestly, from, from what we saw, clearly, Eddie Kingston, I think, is about to embroil in a feud with uh, John Moxley. And, of course, there's actually a long history between Eddie Kingston and John Moxley. You know, of course, you know, back in 2020, I'll never forget that feud he had with John Moxley when he uh, challenged him for the AEW World title. And I think, uh, I think the feud culminated into a, an I Quit match, if I'm correct. Um, which I which, which I thought was great. Yeah, it was actually at, at the full gear. It was at um the 2020 AEW full gear. They had the I Quit match, and when Eddie Kingston lost the title match, you know he lost because he passed out to being in a chokehold. And I'll never forget when he attacked John Moxley after a match uh, against Lance Archer. Eddie Kingston cut a promo saying that he never submitted that he should you know he that he should you know, get another shot. So of course they culminated into the I Quit match, which I thought was good. And then a lot long later, he would actually, uh, I think, he would actually, um, after he, after uh, Kenny Omega turned heel and had that feud with Moxley, when Eddie Kingston saved John Moxley, he turned face, and then eventually, you know, I'll never forget, um, you know, when, when he had that feud with Miro challenging for the TNT title, and he lost, you know, when, when he passed out, I mean, that honestly, uh, it really, it really did hurt, honestly, because, you know, again, Eddie Kingston's my boy. And, of, of course, I'll, I'll get into that in, in a little bit. You know, we'll have to wait till the time is right. But I'll never forget, I think, you know, when there was that tournament for the AEW World Championship, when he was in that semifinal match against Brian Danielson. Oh, my goodness. So like I said, Eddie Kingston busted his butt for 18 years on the Indies, finally arrived at AEW. And only just took things to the next level, and you could just tell how much Eddie Kingston has grown and improved since you know ever ever in the last three years. And again, honestly, I think Eddie Kingston can only get better, and I, there's no doubt in my mind I've got faith in him. But now that he's champion, you know the um, the, the he, he defeated Kenta 
for the strong openweight championship, you know. You know, and honestly, the fact that I think it was recently revealed that New Japan Pro Wrestling is really what really made him a fan. You know, he cut that promo, I mean, that emotional promo, you know, like like that, what he said. I mean, Eddie Kingston basically said it was a dream of his to not only compete in New Japan, but to win a title in the company. And he's, he's achieved that dream. He has worked so hard for this. Eddie Kingston deserves this, man. And again, you know... I think eventually he only gets better. Not only should he be in the title in, in the AEW World Title picture, but quite honestly, I think he should be in the title picture for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship as well. You know, Eddie Kingston is just basically that that dude that if you can give him the ball and let, and let him run with it, you're gonna get fantastic results. You're gonna get better results than you could ever anticipate. In other words, trust Eddie Kingston. Let him do what he does best, and my God, you will be in for not one, not two, but many surprises, and you'll be surprised in a way you never expected. Eddie Kingston is just absolutely pure gold. He is money. He is a fantastic professional wrestler. He can work well in the ring. He can talk on the mic. He can do it all. That's why I look up to the man, and I've said many times Chris Jericho is my hero. You know, all this and that. But Eddie Kingston, as of late, he's been a huge hero of mine. But again, we'll get to that in a little second. Because I know that I should be talking about <laughs> the thing right there. So, basically, I think, honestly, I think as far as uh, him and Claudio, I, I think that's basically kind of done. Because, again, he's going to that program with John Moxley. But, recently, New Japan Pro Wrestling had their Independence Day, which was a two-day event. It actually took place July 4th and July 5th at the Korakuen Hall in Tokyo, Japan. And in night one, actually, Eddie Kingston did work a match, um, teaming up with Rocky Romero to defeat Bullet Club members Guido and Kenta. And of course, Kenta is somebody that we're all very, very familiar with. You know, spent some time uh, working in WWE. He was part of NXT. Of course, uh, Leverly, uh, you know, of course, you know, part of, of the 205 Live. So, you know, he was known as Hideo Itami. So... So going back to that, I mean, basically like that. So Eddie Kingston, you know, worked the match. And of course, you know, Kenta was the champion. So the next night, I guess he, he challenges and, and wins the title. So, you know, you look at basically what we saw, you know, unfortunately, uh, Willow Nightingale. Well, wasn't really a, uh, a, a little tough. I mean, she, she lost the strong women's championship to uh, Julia. But, but, you know, for Eddie Kingston, you know, to win the, his match, you know, defeating Kenta for the Strong Overweight Championship was, was great. And, you know, of course, they had the main event of night two was John Moxley defeating El Desperado in, in a final death match. So, you know, and of course, um, seeing um, the main event of night one, you know, uh, Juna Kasai and El Desperado actually defeated the team of uh, John Moxley and Homicide. You know, and, and Homicide was right there to greet his friend Eddie Kingston because Eddie Kingston and Homicide... They've done a lot together in, in the pro wrestling business, so you know. And, and I've and I've watched Homicide perform before, you know, uh, here in in the Dallas Fort Worth area. He's performed numerous times for VIP Pro Wrestling. I've watched Homicide's work, you know, his time in Impact Wrestling, you know, the National Wrestling Alliance, you know, the Indies, Ring of Honor. I mean, never forget he was part of a team known as the Rottweilers. I mean. When I had that chance to basically speak to Homicide at that VIP show and and, and thank for everything he's done and. Like that, I mean, it, it it really it really warmed me to see how a professional, even though he's a heel, to see a professional wrestler, for me to tell them thank you for all they've done and to see how much they appreciate it. I mean, it's it, it's that bonding and connection that wrestlers have with the fans, you know, because you know 
that, that's just how it is. I mean, when you love and appreciate pro wrestling like I do, and when a lot of these fans do, I mean, the, these wrestlers, you know, they really do appreciate your support because, you know, they do this for us. So, so now moving forward for Eddie Kingston, you know, ever since he was part of New Japan in, back in uh, 2021, you know, again, you know, now that, because, you know, of course, AEW has that working relationship with New Japan. So, you know, I always I honestly felt that it was only fitting. And he may actually made, and when Eddie Kingston made his uh, debut for New Japan, it was actually November of 2021, he actually teamed up with John Moxley to actually defeat Minoru Suzuki, uh, Suzuki and Lance Archer in a Philadelphia street fight. And long after that, so basically, um, and then I'll never forget in May, I, I think, you know, when he basically issued that challenge uh, to the whoever was the strong openweight champion, whether it was Kenta or Hiko Leo, you know, you know, it's like that. So, and you know, moving forward, actually, Eddie Kingston has been announced that he's actually going to be participating in the uh, New Japan uh, G1 uh, Climax uh, pro wrest uh, wrestling tournament. So, so it's good to see that Eddie Kingston is certainly in the plans moving forward for New Japan Pro Wrestling, and he should definitely be also the same thing in, in AEW. But again, you know, as I said, he's about to, or I think at least he started already. He's starting a program with John Moxley. So I only hope that things get better, but. But my God, you know, for him to win the champ, for him to you know have a championship, you know, on his belt like that, I mean, Eddie Kingston totally deserves it. I mean, how he reacted, I mean, after winning the match, and you know what he said after that, man, it really, it really is uh, quite the inspiration. And I'll be honest, I'm tr I'm trying not to get emotional right now, but this is where I gotta say it. So, so when I said earlier that Eddie Kingston and I have a lot in common, you know, it's our struggles with mental health with depression because of of the long of, of the tough lives that we have you know again i've been a journalist since 2016 when i graduated from from uh, college i graduated from the university of north texas with a degree in broadcast journalism and then immediately after that i just started looking for jobs you know sending out work samples of mine my re a resume and you know trying to get in, co in connections with, with people and, you know, now that I, you know, I'm 30 years old, you know, I've been busting my butt for seven years, you know, working for various websites. And I'll never forget, I was, I was part of a website where the two founders, I learned that they had stabbed me in the back. They had been using me for all my hard work where they had been profiting off my work. And then all of a sudden, they just stopped, you know, communicating with me. And then the website was just gone. And then I, I was brought in, I was brought into a... Another website as well, but now, you know, recently for the last, uh, for a while now, I've been involved with a website known as Third Down Thursdays. And Third Down Thursdays, my God. The two guys that run it, shout out to Coach Bruce and MJ Hurley. I mean, MJ Hurley is like, he's like a little brother to me. He is a little brother to me. And Coach Bruce is like, is an older brother to me. MJ and Coach Bruce are family to me. And a lot of the talent that I work with with Third Down Thursdays, they, we are really, really close. We're all one big family because we have each other's backs. And everybody's a great writer. So, so for me, now going back, you know, being like that, you know, being you know, like that, you know, busting my butt working for websites, you know, and running my own shows, you know, I mean, running, you know, this show and trying to make my YouTube channel effective along with these shows so I can actually be able to take care of myself, pay my bills and take care of my family, you know. I've been busting my butt for so long trying to get a big break in journalism. And a part of that that where Eddie Kingston and I have in common is we've been busting our butts for so long to get a big break. I mean, again, Eddie Kingston busted his butt for 18 years. And for now, you know, I'm basically about 
10 years, I'm, I'm like nine years in into busting my ass. You know, I'm 30 years old. You know, I started, you know, busting my butt at 23. So, you know, so now that you think about it, I mean, I, I guess I said kind of 10 years. I mean, uh, I should say basically about seven years. I mean, my math is just so off because I'm trying not to get emotional and, and just how tough the journey has been on my mental health. I mean, right now, ladies and gentlemen, I work three jobs. I mean, aside from being a sports writer and doing my podcast work, running a total of three shows along with a, along with a program on my YouTube channel called Sports Verdicts, you know, I work at least 40 to 40 to 50 hours a week as a bar back. So I have three jobs right now. So again, you know, I'm just sacrificing, just busting my ass, grinding, you know, talking to as many people as I can, you know, just doing everything I can to get a big break in journalism, you know. I feel like Eddie Kingston is the man who inspires me to keep going because again, he has but he busted his ass for nearly 20 years. He never gave up despite everything, all the personal stuff he's gone through. Again, the mental health issues, the the depression. You know, for him, it, it's, for him, it's even tougher because you know, being a pro wrestler. I mean, all the injuries and all the all the traveling. I mean, like, imagine driving hundreds of miles, all you know, just to shake somebody's hand and to and to get to know somebody. You know, and to work maybe a 10-15 a minute match and only get maybe like $200 out of it. I mean, especially nowadays, you know, what's that going to cover? It's not enough to cover a hotel room and, and the drive all the way back along with the gas. But, you know, it's, it's, all, it's all the sacrifice, you know. I mean, you know, right now, you know, living paycheck to paycheck with my other job and needing tips to basically, you know, to keep the smile on my face and hoping that one day an episode goes viral and all of a sudden things go what I've always wanted to, you know. The bottom line is Eddie Kingston has just inspired me to keep going and that's why, you know, much like Chris Jericho, Eddie Kingston is my hero. Like, I want to meet Eddie Kingston. I want to tell him face to face that he's the one who keeps inspiring me to keep going. Yes, Chris Jericho too, but Eddie Kingston as well. Because again, Eddie Kingston and I have a lot in common aside from the personal stuff, you know, if Eddie Kingston spent 18 years busting his ass and he finally made it to do what he loves to do best, then you know what? I can do it too. I can do it too. So, Eddie Kingston, if by the grace of God, if you happen to be listening to this, or if anybody that ha happens to be listening to this, if you know Eddie Kingston, please, please, please share this out to the man. Share this out to anybody in pro wrestling that knows because I want the message to go out there. Because Eddie Kingston is my hero, damn it. I want him to know that he is he's a huge impact on my life. Both personally and professionally. See, now I'm trying not to cry because, you know, again, because I want Eddie Kingston to know that he plays a huge role in my life, that he's inspired me to keep going. And I want to thank the man. I want to talk to him. I mean, if I could even have him on the show, that would be one of the biggest blessings in life. I mean, so if, if, for those of you listening, if you know Eddie or if you can somehow, someway, you know, see to it that he, can, that he listens to this, I would love it, man. And, you know, for those of you out there that have been so supportive of me, for those of you that have been rooting for me to keep going, man, you guys inspire me to keep going too. I mean, Chris Jericho inspires me to keep going as well. The pro wrestlers out there, along with all these other athletes that I look, that I look up to, they all inspired me to keep going. Those people who are, who are there for me. And I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. But for, so for Eddie Kingston to become a champion, I mean, he was always a champion already in my book. And I kind of, I kind of agree with Bubba Ray in some way. Eddie may not always need a belt to be relevant, but you know what? Regardless of whether he has a belt or not, Eddie Kingston is and always has been a world champion to me and to a lot of people. Eddie Kingston is a hero. Eddie Kingston is one of the greatest professional wrestlers I have ever seen. And the fact that 18 years he spent working his ass off and he finally got what he had worked hard for so long, you know what? 
I will never quit. I will keep going. Even if I'm 40 years old, by the time I'm 40 years old, I finally get my big break. But you know what? When it finally, when it finally happens, everything that I have gone through, the betrayals that I have suffered, the lies, everything, the pain, the mental stress, the, the depression that I've been struggling with for three years, when, it, when I finally get my big break, it will all be worth it because I worked so hard and I ne never gave up. And you know what? Again, one more time, Eddie Kingston has been one of the biggest inspira inspirations for me to keep going. And Eddie, once again, if by some freak of luck, if by the grace of God, if you happen to be listening to this, thank you. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Congratulations to you. You also keep doing what you do. And you are one hell of a guy. And one, maybe one day, I'll, I'd love to have you on the show. I would love for, it to make, to, for this to happen. Ladies and gentlemen, Ringside Chaos is available on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. So please do me a favor. Please hit the subscribe button and please be sure to hit the notification bell. That way, I know for sure that you will not be missing out on any exciting upcoming content. And one more thing. If you know somebody that loves professional wrestling and they are looking for a great pro wrestling podcast... Or if you are looking for a great pro wrestling podcast, and I promise you, Ringside Chaos is the show for you. For those of you out there, if you love professional wrestling, this show, Ringside Chaos, is the show for you. Thank you very, very much once again, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you to everybody that's been so supportive of me. Thank you, Eddie Kingston. Thank you to everyone. God bless all of you. Y'all take care, and y'all have a good one.